because sex can kill you dead, intimate partner violence, sexually transmitted infections, unplanned pregnancies. Sex is hugely consequential, potentially. It's deadly, potentially. And so you should approach sex with some anxiety. Have you always been uh, curious uh, and intrigued by sexuality, or is this something that, uh, well, to use your words, uh, happened to you? Did you find yourself in its force? It was thrust upon me. Oh, come on. Let's not start with the innuendo. (laughs) We're three minutes into the damn interview, Dan. In my endo, not innuendo. (laughs) Um, You know, just like somebody, I think, who's a woman uh, growing up, you know, a teenager is going to think more about gender and somebody who's in their society, a racial minority or a religious minority is going to think more about race and religion. To grow up and realize you're at 13, 14, you're gay and an Irish Catholic family in an overwhelmingly hetero world, you're going to think more about sex because sex is what's screwing up your whole life. Sex is what's carving you out and setting you apart and uh, complicating your relationships with your parents and your peers and your siblings and your faith. Uh, and so, yeah, I, when I was 13 years old and it was like I could no longer be in denial about exactly what I continued to masturbate about compulsively despite my best efforts, <laughs> Well, I started to think about sex. You and every 13 and 14-year-old boy. I think it's probably hard for heterosexuals to really understand what it means to – acknowledge uh homosexuality to yourself like that because for heterosexuals like myself you you know it's kind of the default mode everybody sort of assumes you're a certain way you grow up that certain way i I know i have spent time questioning my own sexuality because people often assumed i was gay and i thought well maybe they know something i don't wait you're not gay I only talk to gay people. I only talk oh, to oh, other oh. gay people with podcasts. I'm Did, sorry, I have to go. Uh, uh, we we may have set this up under uh, uh, false pretenses. <laughs> what is that experience like as a 13 year old, 14 year old? How do you recognize that there is something different about you? Uh, for me, it was the masturbating to things that my heterosexual buddies and my older brothers weren't. Did you ask like, what are you masturbating to? Like, how no, did, I mean, you just I knew you were stealing, masturbating to dudes and to the wrong thing. I was stealing my brother Billy's penthouse magazines for the articles. And I knew that that was a trope and a joke. Like, yeah, yeah I read Playboy and penthouse for the articles. And I was literally stealing his Playboy and penthouse magazines and reading them. Right. And, you know, penthouse occasionally would have a dude in the frame uh, with um, a naked lady. And I would see the dudes and the ladies were basically pixelated. I mm-hmm. couldn't quite bring them into focus. And what were you telling yourself in, in, in the years or months leading up to you admitting to yourself that you were gay? Well, you know, it was a different time. I'm 51 years old, so we're talking about 1977, 78, 79. And there was no internet and there was no glee, but there was soap with Billy Crystal. There was a, a, a gay rights movement that had gotten off the ground and uh, achieved a certain amount of public attention. And Harvey Milk and gay rights activists and gay pride marches and a lot of cultural panic. And, the and were you aware of that right. stuff as a kid? In- oh, yeah. I was hyper aware of it. Harvey Milk gives that famous speech where he says, you got to give him hope. And what he describes is there's a kid out there who realizes he's gay and uh, figures he has two options. One is suicide and the other is to live a life in the closet. Somewhere in Des Moines or San Antonio, there's a young gay person who all of a sudden realizes that she or he is gay, knows that if the parents find out, they'll be tossed out of the house. The classmates would taunt the child, and the Anita Bryans and John Briggs are doing their bit on TV, and that child 
have several options. Staying in a closet, suicide, and then one day that child might open a paper and it says homosexual elected in San Francisco and there are two new options. The option is to go to California. I was that kid. I was reading the newspaper. My par- my grandfather was a newspaperman, and we got all the papers back when there were many to get in a city like Chicago. And I was reading the papers in the mid-'70s and reading about Harvey Milk and reading about his election and going, oh, oh, yeah, that's me. I'll be fine. I just need to get to San Francisco. You talk about, uh, in other interviews I've read, you, uh, coming out to... Your mom in particular, who... Uh, oh, yeah. Can we talk about that? The, the, the different, you asked a question, and I kind of went off on a tangent, oh, yeah. about the, the, the thing that gay people... What that's like for gay people and straight Please. people have to go through that. And it's so at once terrifying and liberating...